my lord, it has been, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, you know what? Hey, you know what? I don't know. I, welcome back to Pure Nonsense. I, yet again, silly, silly little me, silly little me, my lack of consistency with recording this darn podcast is start it's starting to piss me off it's starting it's starting to get under my skin it really is because here's the thing i so, sometimes i have a consistency problem with work but that's stuff that you have to do like i'm going to answer my emails if i have wedding cake orders i'm obviously going to be baking them decorating them delivering them like i'm going to do that stuff i have to even if i don't feel productive even if i don't feel like getting up or doing any work one day I have to. It's not an option if I want to make money, which you have to in order to pay your bills. So with with consistency, it's easier, easier for me to do that stuff with work. But when it comes to hobbies, cuz this podcast, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I don't I don't get anything from this. I get the satisfaction of having a fun hobby to do in my free time of being able to talk to myself because I do it anyways. Why not record it and post it to embarrass myself to anyone that wants to listen? I don't get any monetary value from this, right? This is just a hobby. So it's kind of like trying to stay consistent with working out. It's, I don't, I don't know, because once you get in a routine of working out, you can kind of stick with it, but also it's so easy to fall out of it. Like, say you go on vacation, say you visit a friend over the weekend, say you're sick and you're laying in bed for a few days and you're not working out. It's so easy to get out of a routine when it's something that you don't have to do. I guess you kind of have to work out for your health. I saw this thing. Oh, it scared me. It scared me half to death. I saw this thing on TikTok. Of course, when I see a TikTok, I say, oh, that's good information. That is true. And that is what I'm going to base my opinion off of now. I used to make fun of people that would do that with Facebook stuff because I feel like Facebook, I don't know. No, it's not the same thing. The things on Facebook that like our parents are reading, the, they will they will believe anything. It could be some some like... It, so, it could be a video that is so obviously edited, and they'll be like, oh my god, oh my god, did you see this? Like, that video of those parents, the kids showed them, <laughs> the kids showed them GTA, and the parents thought it was an actual news segment of, like, some car crash that happened in downtown, of, in Georgia or whatever, that was hilarious. That's kind of how I see information on Facebook, how it's just so obviously fake, but so many people fall for it. But then the information you see on TikTok, it's like, okay, I can see that. That makes sense. If you tell me something about nutrition and you put it in a TikTok, immediately I'm like, oh, I need to eat five pounds of spinach a day. That's what you're telling me. And I haven't been doing it. If I don't start doing it now, I will die. That's how I see stuff on TikTok. But anyways, I saw this TikTok. It was these two people. I don't know what podcast it was. It was some health podcast. I have no idea. But they were talking about how if you don't, like, okay, that's not not the right way to say it. If 
I don't. Okay. Here's how I'm. I'm really bad at explaining things I've seen and telling. I'm so bad at telling stories. You can tell I get distracted in two seconds. I'm so bad at telling stories that by the time I get to it, it doesn't matter. Here we go. The TikTok was the information about cancer and cancer patients. And the majority of cancer patients that survived, that beat cancer, the majority of those people had one thing in common, and it was muscle mass. And if you, like, if you're consistent with working out, you don't have to be some, you know, weightlifting champ, right? You don't, you don't have to do that. But if you are doing light weightlifting and you're consistently working out and you're doing workouts that are you know, they're made for your body, they're healthy for you, you're doing what you need to do for yourself, you're going to have a higher chance of beating cancer should you ever get it. Depends on the cancer. Depends on the cancer. I don't think that, you know, going to the gym is the cure for cancer. They absolutely have a cure for cancer. You can't, you can't convince me otherwise. There has got to be something out there that they are not telling us because the whole medical field is just a money grab. There's got to be a cure, but I don't think it's going and lifting weights at the gym. But what they were saying about having more muscle mass just makes your body healthier in general. Of course, you need to be eating well, getting enough sleep, drinking water, staying hydrated, blah, blah, blah. But the muscle mass thing really made sense to me. And ever since I saw that, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Because when I lift weights, you can put lift weights in quotation marks if you want because it doesn't even feel like that. The max that I will pick up is like a 15-pound dumbbell for some leg exercises. Maybe if it's squats with a dumbbell, maybe I'll do like 25, okay? But if you want to talk upper body workouts, give me the 10s. Give me the 10s and I'm good to go. I don't know if that counts as weightlifting. I feel good when I do it. I feel fine. So hopefully that counts, but that TikTok scared me. Anyways, don't know where I was going. But yeah, my consistency with this podcast has gotten so bad that it's embarrassing. It's more embarrassing than the fact that I have a podcast in the first place. I've, I've said it in every single episode. It is so embarrassing to have a podcast, especially when you don't make money from it. Because what are you doing? Like, there are people that are rich off of social media, right? And I think podcasting would be considered a form of social media, in my personal opinion. That is not my case. So, what am I doing? I like this. I like sitting down with my microphone. I'm curled up on my chair right now. I've got the microphone sitting on a TV tray because in our apartment, we don't have space for like a dining table. So I got these little trays off Amazon that hook on to the arm of your chair. They're so cute. It makes me feel like a little, a little elderly woman. And I love it. It's, it's bamboo. It's, it's, it's cute. And it, my microphone sits perfectly on it. I just had some chips and salsa. So I put that on it too, and it was delicious. And I enjoy this. I'm having fun yesterday. Yesterday, I was not having fun. Yesterday, I was running errands, okay? I had to ship out some cookie orders 
for my business. I started shipping cookies throughout the country, which I have been loving. It's very fun. I had a little mishap with it when I first started because I got a new commercial oven and that thing scorched so many cookies and I didn't even know it. Guess what? It doesn't look like it's scorched. Turns out it's a damn hockey puck inside. That was terrifying. I thought my business was over. I was like, oh, this is the worst thing that could happen. It's okay. Fixed it. Everything's good. I'm used to the oven now. We're good moving forward. Anyways, yesterday I was going to the post office, shipping out cookie orders. After the post office, I wanted to go return some Amazon packages, pick up my dress at the tailor's because I took a dress there. I have an event that I'm going to for my boyfriend's work in February. I didn't want to buy a new dress. I had a dress that just needed to be altered. It would be way cheaper to pay for the alterations than to get a new dress in general. So I just did that. And then I was going to go to the pharmacy to pick up a prescription. Okay. So I'm driving back from shipping the cookies. Luckily, by this point, the cookies were in the post office and they were good to go. They were on their way to the customer. Driving back, I noticed there was a ton of traffic on the road that I normally take. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go that way. I'm going to go a back road. Went a back road. It was perfect. There was no traffic. I was I was happy. I was so pleased with my decision to do that. I was like, I am, I am so smart. Who would have thought of this? No one. I thought of it. I was, I was just delighted that I had a good ride home. I'm sitting in a red light. There's a car behind me. They are stopped. They're already stopped behind me. Okay, we're sitting at the red light. All of a sudden, boom. Oh, I get hit. I got hit. First accident I have ever been in. I will also put accident in quotation marks because hardly anything happened, but I was drinking my water at the time that I got hit. My head hit the the little um the little head thing behind you, the headrest hit that thing so hard. I did start to get a headache. I didn't tell anyone that I was starting to get a headache because then it, I feel like that would have just been too much. But I got hit. The guy behind me, he was already stopped. But then he, I guess, like reached in his back seat to grab something or whatever. And then his foot came off the brake a little bit and his car rolled into mine. The thing is, he wasn't going fast at all. Obviously, he was literally already stopped and then just rolled into me. Had to have been like less than 0.5 miles an hour, okay? The sound that it made, you could have told me he hit me going 20, I would have believed you. The sound that it makes, because I've been in a car in an accident, but I have never been the one behind the wheel. So the sound that it makes when another car hits you or when you hit a car, it's so loud. It literally sounds like your car is totaled. But they, he literally just tapped my back bumper. I do need a new back bumper. So that's kind of a hassle, but it's going to be okay. Clearly not the worst case scenario, right? Very, very thankful. But I was shocked. I thought the back of my car was going to be destroyed. I get out. Hardly anything. Yes, it's cracked. Yes, it needs to be replaced. But like hardly anything. His car was perfectly fine because it was a truck. Nothing happened to that. But you would you would have thought... It was a whole big accident that the ambulance would have had to have been called. No one was hurt. Also, let me just say that I wasn't hurt. No one was hurt. It's 
all is good, all is well. But yeah, anyways, that happened yesterday. Then I get out of the car. I look at the damage and, you know, whatever. He asked me if I'm okay, blah, blah, blah. And then I get on Google to find the non-emergency phone number because I'm not calling 911 for that. I'm not wasting their time. That's rude. That should be illegal. Okay, so I get on to find the non-emergency number. Google makes it real hard to find it. It is not, I say real hard because I'm used to the answer being right at the top. The second I ask Google a single question, I had to scroll like for like a second, but then I found it. I found it, so I called it. The lady answered. I explained what happened. She said, okay, I'll connect you. I said, okay, thank you. She connects me. Another lady answers. I explained to her what happened. I tell her the street that I'm on, and then she starts, like, asking me questions about, like, other streets. Like, oh, do you mean this street? And I have I have no idea what she's talking about. I've never heard that street name in my life. And I said, no, it's this road in Raleigh. She's like, ma'am, this is West Virginia. I said, oh, okay. I was so flustered. I was so overwhelmed. I'm standing in the street. I'm standing on a main road next to my car. I just got hit. The guy that hit me, he's in his car because he's in his company truck, like the company he works for. So he's on the phone with his boss. So I'm standing outside of my car on the phone with this lady telling me I'm on the West Virginia hotline. Uh, and like traffic is moving all around me. I am I'm so out of it. I'm like I don't know what to do right now. So I'm like, "Okay, thank you. Bye." I hang up. I call my dad. I, I "Hey dad. Hey." I call him because I'm like 2 minutes from my parents' house. And I'm like, "Okay, I know he's home from work today." So let me call him. I said, "Hey dad, someone rear-ended me." He said, "Oh, crap. I'll be right there." So he comes he comes, he parks his car in a parking lot near the street, walks over, he calls the hotline, they connect him to the wrong person, then he finally gets a hold of someone, they say they'll send someone out, hour and a half goes by, again, we're standing out in the cold, okay, hour and a half goes by, no one shows up, not a single person shows up, I'm I'm like, okay, I've got Amazon packages to return, Okay, I've got a prescription to pick up and I want to pick up my dress from the tailor. Of course, none of this is necessary. I was telling myself, just do this tomorrow. Stop being a little, stop being a little brat. I wasn't saying any of that out loud, by the way. I was having just a nice conversation with my father and the man in the truck. But anyways, no one came. And so my dad called them back and was like, hey, um, if we have, like, their insurance information and everything and no one's hurt, is that good enough? Like, can we just leave and then contact the insurance company later? And they were like, yeah, that should be fine. What? What? That's ridiculous. Okay, so we leave. And everything's fine. Insurance company's like, yep, we're good to go, thanks. And so, okay, that's fine. I'll get a new bumper soon. Who cares? Then. Okay, so that that was, like, two and a half hours. Then I go return my Amazon packages. That's fine. I go to the tailor. I go to pick up my dress. They have the dress. They say, try it on. I say, okay. I go in the dressing room in their little shop. I put on the dress. 
kid you not, kid you not, it's too small. It's, it's, I brought in a garment that was too big, had them take it in at the waist. It's too small now. I can't wear it. Because what are you going to do? Once you cut the fabric out, you can't do anything. The fabric, it also has this like pattern on it. So they can't just put like a piece of white cloth or black cloth there. Like it has to, it would, it's too small. And at, at this point, I was like, I was standing in the dressing room, obviously by myself. And I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. But I'm not going to cause a fuss. I'm not that person. I do not want to be that person ever. I'm not going to do it. I take the dress off, put my other clothes back on, go out. I say, hi, it's so perfect. It, thank you. Oh, it's perfect. Because also, guess what? I already paid for the alterations when I dropped the dress off a week and a half ago. I already paid up front. So I'm not about to stand there and be like, it's a little snug. I'd like all of my money back. No. You will not catch me doing that. Now, if it was like, if they had like lost my dress or if it had been like cut up into a bunch of pieces, sure. But maybe, I I don't know. I wasn't about to do that. So I took the dress and now I have to find a new dress and completely pay for a new dress for the event in February. And that's upsetting because the reason... I got it tailored in the first place was so I didn't have to pay for a new dress. And then I spent $40 to get the waist taken in. And then now I'm going to have to spend like $60 on a new dress because every single dress now, every single dress now, unless you want a mini dress that has no fabric on it, it's going to be like $70. Even the mini dresses are. But this is like, a I can't wear a mini dress to this. I can't. That would be inappropriate. I have to wear a longer dress like midi or maxi. So now I'm just going to have to spend more money and that's going to be okay. It's going to be what it is. Anyways, that was my day yesterday. Today I'm having a much better day. I've done some baking. I've been doing emails. The email thing is kind of rough for me. I enjoy it because I like talking to customers and I like getting new customers. And oh, the best feeling is when you have a like a recurring customer that's already ordered from you and really likes your work, and really likes talking with you, and that that's so nice. That's so nice. So I love when I see emails from people I've already worked with, um, but I don't know. I like the days where I'm decorating cakes. That's the fun part. That's the fun part. Anyways, I have a little list. I have a little list of things I wanted to talk about today 20 minutes into the podcast. Here's my little list of things I want to talk about first. I know I'm, I know I'm behind on this. Fourth wing. Do not even get me started on that book. I'm not finished yet. I have like 100 pages left, I think. Maybe. I think I have less than 100 pages left. That is such a good book. I, oh, I'm with pretty much everyone else that made this, I don't want to say that, that made this book popular. I don't want to say that, but I feel like the majority of people that that have like started really talking about Fourth Wing and Iron Flame they weren't into fantasy books before. For me, I've never read a book that has to do with dragons or anything like that. Never. Ever. This is the first book I've read that has anything to do with that. Let me tell you, let me tell you, it is 
for me. It is, it is, oh my God, it is so good. That book, and I've, I've already ordered Iron Flame because I started to get to the end of Fourth Wing and I was like, yep, I'm reading the next one. I am absolutely reading the next one. This is the best thing I've ever read. The, oh, the, I'm not going to say anything about the plot in case you haven't read it and you want to. It is just so good. Oh, you have no idea. You have no idea. It is just so good. I have heard mixed reviews about the second one. I have, but I've also heard really good reviews. It's, I feel like the first one, it's like everyone loves. Second one, 50-50. Depends on what your expectations are. So maybe I should go in with low expectations and then I'll be really surprised and happy about it. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I've just decided that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go into it with low expectations and then I'm going to absolutely love it just like I love Fourth Wing. So that's what I'm going to do. Next, speaking of Fourth Wing and fantasy books and dragons, I have a girl crush and it's Brittany Broski. Love her to death. I have been following her for a little while. I love her podcast so much. I love her YouTube videos. That girl is so good. She's she's so comforting. She's like a warm hug because here's the thing. She makes you laugh. She makes you die of laughter. But it's like you could go to her and talk to her about anything and she'll talk to you about it. She will she seems like the person that will always listen. I'm saying she'll she'll always listen to you. She loves talking. Never met her in my life. I hope to one day. That would be so fun. That would be so fun. I just she is so she has such a comforting energy. You just I just want to give her a hug. Like I I just love that woman so much. I love every single podcast episode that she comes out with. I love all of her YouTube videos. I just, I love her sense of humor, her personality. Again, never met her in person. I feel like you can't really love someone's personality if you don't personally know them. But I think, you know what? No, scratch it. I know her. She's incredible. I like her personality. I just, I just think, I think she's so, she's so cool. She's so cool. There's just something about her. That's like, you know what? She could be friends with anyone. She could talk about anything. She can do anything. She does so much. All of these celebrities that she's interviewing, holy crap. I feel like that kind of came out of nowhere, but I know for a fact it didn't because she probably works her butt off to be able to do that. But she's meeting every single celebrity under the sun. That's insane. The interviews she's doing, it's it's like mind-blowing to watch. I think it's so cool. Anyways, love Brittany Broski. The reason I brought her up after Fourth Wing is because she also loves those kinds of books and her recent podcast episode, she like did a whole book review of things she's been reading recently. And honestly, I'm going to trust her book reviews from here on out. Every single book she recommends, I'm going to read it because I, again, I can, I can trust her with my life. I absolutely can. Next thing, this kind of goes back to when I was talking about the dress that I took to the tailor. But mini dresses. Do you remember? Uh-oh. <gasps> Uh-oh. Do you remember when I said that I don't like mini dresses anymore? And I only want to wear midi or maxi dresses. And mini dresses are like, you know, that's so college. Blah, blah, blah. But then I also said, you know, don't say anything if you see me in a mini dress. Because they are cute and I will probably still wear them. I'm going to scratch everything I ever said about mini dresses. Well, 
to an extent. Here's the thing. When I've been shopping for dresses recently because I need a new one for this event in February, I came across some cute mini dresses. Oh my god. <gasps> Uh-oh. I came across some cute mini dresses. Now, the thing that reminds me of college when it comes to mini dresses is the ones that are like skin tight. Like a skin tight mini dress that is super short to where you cannot bend over. Don't do it. Uh Uh-oh, don't do it. The ones that are skin tight, not for me anymore. If I were 20, sure. But I'm going to be 25 this year. My brain is almost fully developed. In a couple months, it will officially be fully developed. And I feel like a skin tight mini dress, eh, not for me anymore. If you want to wear them, go for it. You probably look good as hell in it too. But the mini dresses that are kind of flowy, the mini dresses that have like a little more shape to them, maybe they have some little puffy sleeves, maybe some ruffles, maybe a fun pattern. Those are cute. (gasps) They are so cute. I was looking at them. I was thinking about summer. I was thinking about going to the beach, going to a cute beach restaurant with a cute little drink and some appetizers in a little flowy mini dress. (gasps) Oh, Oh, you have to be kidding me. I am going to be wearing mini dresses again this summer. I can feel it. There's something in me that's saying, Maggie, you will be wearing mini dresses this summer. I will still wear mini dresses. You can't, you can't take the mini dresses away from me now. Those are so flattering. The ones that hit like right mid shin, those are so flattering, especially when they're flowy and they have a leg slit. A flowy leg slit midi dress maybe it's a bright color or a fun pattern sign me up sign me the flip up okay that is the ultimate that is the ultimate friday night date outfit hey pookie i love midi dresses i you cannot take them away from me i need to get more i will probably end up buying multiple dresses shopping for this dress that i need because I have come across so many cute ones that are perfect for summer. Everything to me is perfect for summer. I I cannot stand shopping for winter clothes. I just, I don't like it. I don't like it. I want to buy cute tops that would be good at an outdoor bar. Guess what? In the summer. I want to buy shorts, not pants. No, no, not pants. I want to buy shorts. You know what? I do have a really good pair of jeans. I have a really good pair of jeans, but I thrifted them. Thrifting a good pair of jeans is hitting the jackpot. Because if you go into a thrift store and they have a pant section, which all thrift stores do, there are so many pants in there that the idea of sifting through them makes my head hurt. So half the time I don't even bother. But years ago, guys, years ago... I went through the pants section in a Goodwill and I found the perfect pair of Gap blue jeans. They're high-waisted. They didn't need any alterations. It's the perfect wash, right? That perfect light blue, but not like pale, but not dark. They, they are just so perfect. I wear those all the time. So scratch what I said. I love pants. But you know, it's fun to get a cute pair of shorts or a cute skirt. 
getting a cute skirt for summer and the dresses. It's always going to come back to the dresses for me. You can't beat a summer dress. It's comfortable. Your entire outfit is complete once you put on that dress. You don't have to match a top and a pair of bottoms. You don't. You have to put on the dress and then you can either wear probably like white sneakers with it or you can wear sandals or if you're going out at night, just put on heels. Done and done. Great. That Maybe that's why I love dresses so much because you don't have to pair anything with it. And oh, the jackets in winter when you have to pick a top, then warm, warm pants, then whatever boots you're going to wear. Then maybe you have like a maybe like a little cardigan. Maybe you're wearing a sweater. Maybe you're wearing a sweater. Then you need a jacket over that. Do you need a scarf? Do you need hats? Do you need gloves? And if, God forbid, you're going out somewhere cute and you need to look cute and feel cute, it's so much. It's, it is so much. And then if you are going out, you're going to get hot if you're going to be inside of a bar, inside of a restaurant. So you're going to have to go into the night knowing that you're going to have to hold your jacket and hold your scarf and hold your gloves. I can't do it. I can't do it. I will say no to going out to bars in the winter unless it's indoors and we are going to one bar. Ideally, it's a restaurant that serves alcohol so that we go and have dinner and drinks at one place, one location We sit there inside in the winter, and then afterwards, we go our separate ways. I don't want to go bar hopping when it's 20 degrees outside and windy. Ugh. It just, it sounds awful. Sue me. It sounds awful. The next thing I want to talk about, I kind of already talked about work-life balance. Did I? I don't know. That, That is one of my New Year's resolutions. Since I never recorded a podcast at the new year about New Year's resolutions, one of my New Year's resolutions is really focusing on my work-life balance. Guys, it got so bad. It got so bad towards the end of last year. I would say end of September through December, it did not exist. It, it didn't exist. Every second of the day I was thinking about work, I didn't relax, I didn't go on any little weekend trip, which is fine. You don't have to go on trips to have work-life balance, but literally just like sitting in your apartment, sitting in your bed, watching your favorite movie, reading a good book. None of that happened towards the end of 2023. And it was so awful for me, for the people around me, for my mental health. It sucked. It really sucked. So my New Year's resolution, I feel like the the main one is work-life balance. Like, Stop answering emails after 7 p.m., okay? No one needs the price of cupcakes at 11 p.m. It does not matter. You can do it tomorrow. It's going to be okay. You can do it tomorrow. Stop overbooking yourself. The amount of weddings I did between September and October. So, okay, between the first weekend of October, no, first weekend of September and the last weekend of October, I did 26 or 28 I think 26 weddings, okay? So that's eight weekends, 26 weddings. That is multiple weddings every single weekend. And when you have multiple weddings, it's not just bringing the cake to the venue and then you're done. You obviously have to get all the ingredients, do all the prep work, 
communicate with all of those couples, bake the cakes, decorate the cakes, deliver them. And the stress that goes into making someone's wedding cake is a lot more than making someone's birthday cake. You cannot mess up their wedding cake. You you quite literally cannot mess up their wedding cake. It's not an option. So the stress going into it is already a little more intense. But then the time it takes, which again, I love doing it. I, I love my job. I really do. But not when it's three different weddings every single weekend for two months in a row without taking a break. It was a lot. I'm very glad that I did it. Okay, I am. It was a good, you know, lesson learned. Don't overbook yourself. They all went well. Nothing bad happened. It's not like I regret it because some big mistake happened and I never want to happen. I never want that to happen again. It wasn't anything like that. It was literally just my work-life balance became absolutely non-existent it was it was just awful I hated it I was not happy I wasn't sleeping well I wasn't eating well I never took the time to like actually cook a meal I was just eating stuff that I could reheat in the microwave or just quickly throw in the oven it just wasn't it didn't feel the best so for the new year I'm kind of switching some things for my business. I'm trying to focus on a couple different things as opposed to only doing weddings because weddings are only on the weekends. So it's great if you book a lot of weddings, but that means those weekends are also fully booked for you and you can't do other stuff, which isn't isn't fun because when everyone in your life, your friends, your family, your boyfriend, when they only have work off on the weekends but you are working every single weekend, you don't get to see them. You don't get to do things with them. You don't get to have a life. You are only working. So it's just not the best scenario for me at this moment in time. So this year, I'm working on that, and it's going to be good. I'm already getting better at it. I'm already trying to put things on my calendar with friends, with my boyfriend, so that it doesn't get out of hand, and it's going to be good. Everything will be just rainbows, butterflies, and sunshine, and break. Okay, the next thing on my list, which is the last thing I have on my list, this is so embarrassing. Not for me, for this person. This is like the, I think, this is the most secondhand embarrassment I have felt in a long time for someone. The little man named Austin McBroom is heinous and is embarrassing himself so much on social media. Again, I'm embarrassing myself by the fact that I have a podcast. So what? This man, him and his wife, Catherine. Catherine is a beautiful goddess. Catherine has been in a toxic relationship for so many years. She has kids with this man. I don't know how many kids they have. It's at least two. Maybe it's three. I think it's probably three. Pretty sure their relationship has been toxic from like the very beginning. He has not treated her right at all. She finally divorced him. He moved out. And the things he is posting on his stories and just on social media in general, it makes me want to shrivel up in a little ball and sit in the corner. It is disgusting, (laughs) but it's the kind of thing that you can't look away from. Like, 
he is destroying his career. He's destroying his life by posting this stuff. He's not destroying his life. Obviously, all of the cancel culture stuff blows over. I couldn't even tell you all the people that were quote-unquote canceled last year because it lasts for like a week and then it's over. But (laughs) this stuff, the video of him being like, you guys, I just, oh, you guys, I just woke up. Oh, I don't feel so good. Should I go to the hospital? Oh, oh, I'm sick. That is nasty. Watching, oh my God. And he's looking at the camera the entire time like, yeah, you guys getting this? You looking? Yep. Feel bad for me yet? Did I've been seeing a lot of stuff. He cheated. I don't doubt it. If he cheated on his wife after being so toxic to her for so many years and then she finally leaves him and now he's posting this stuff on social media what what the stuff there are so many videos i've seen of guys cheating and then the girlfriend the fiance the wife confronts them and then the guy just like breaks down and it's like i'm sorry i was in a bad place don't leave me you're the love of my life how do you i don't i I cannot wrap my head around cheating. Like, truly, how do you sleep at night? How do you sleep at night? I have had a couple friends in the past who have cheated on their significant others. And they would, like, laugh about it. Like, kind of just shrug it off. Not laugh about it, but just like, yeah, you know, it it happened. How does... How? How? If you are not... It, it Now, not to say that if you're married, you can't leave someone if they cheat on you. It's just more difficult. It, it takes a lot more steps to divorce someone than it does to just break up with them when you're not married. But when people, they're not engaged, they're not married, they don't have kids together, they don't have a dog together, they don't have a fish, to, they don't have a beta fish together. And instead of leaving, they cheat. How can you not just leave? Like, yes, breakups suck. And maybe the other person will cry. Maybe they'll call you a thousand times and be like, please don't leave me. Cool. Hang up the phone. Turn your phone off. Tell them, hey, this isn't working out anymore for X, Y, and Z reasons. Yes, it'll be upsetting, right? Breakups, again, are not fun. But if you are someone that is like, If you have a desire to be with someone else, and even if you don't know who that other person is, you just want to be with someone else that isn't your significant other, leave. Like, do everyone a favor and leave so that your partner can go find someone 20 times better than you. Like, what? it's so, I don't get it. I think that might be something that I never understand my entire life. But anyways... Austin McBroom's gross. Nasty. Disgusting. He's gross. Also, this isn't on my list, but I'm going to talk about it anyways because it just popped into my head. I think I've said this before, but I don't even know when this was. Maybe it was like a whole year ago. The whole stuff with Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez. That stuff is so crazy thinking back on it because here's the thing. Here's the thing. My bad. Whoops. I was, of course, on Selena Gomez's side because I love Selena Gomez. I always have, and I think I always will. But the hatred 
that Haley Bieber received from all of that happening, that is so sad to think about because it is Justin Bieber's fault. Like, he I feel like he's kind of a dick. At least he used to be. Maybe he's gotten better. Maybe he's worked on himself. I know that... I know that fame can be hard. No. <laughs> no, that's not what I, I was about. I was about to say something so similar to that, but it was going to come off so wrong. That's not at all what I meant. I meant that I can see and understand how being put into the world of fame at such a young age, the way Justin Bieber was, can completely alter the way you go through your teenage years and the things you get into and the people you surround yourself with and the problems that occur, of course, that has like the biggest factor on how someone grows up if you are being raised in Hollywood, right? So maybe back then he wasn't a great boyfriend and he went through a bad phase and maybe he's better now. Maybe he's better now or getting better. That would be great. But the stuff that people were like accusing Haley of that was years ago. The stuff between Selena and Justin Bieber years ago. So within that time, they could have all changed. They could have all grown. And the fact that it was all coming up again, which isn't this what every scandal is? Things from the past coming up, which some things do need to be brought up. Like if someone's like sexually harassing someone or being awful to their children or something like that. Yes, bring that up even if it was a thousand years ago, okay? But the surface level stuff of like he said she said now this person's dating this person and she's with this guy and he doesn't even seem to like her like look he's not even smiling in these pictures who gives a shit who cares i ugh, i care because every time let me tell you every time i see stuff about some scandal going on and it's on tiktok i'm gonna watch the video i'm gonna watch it i hate to admit it but i am going to watch it i'm gonna sit there and i'm gonna enjoy it but the stuff with Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez, I, you know what, I am sorry, so sorry to Haley Bieber that she had to go through all of that and probably still is going through it half the time, right, with people commenting and saying rude things. And so is Selena Gomez and so is Justin Bieber. And it sucks. But also, the reason I thought about this again, the reason I thought about like that whole scandal again, was because... The thing that Selena Gomez posted, she was like, I'm getting off of social media for a day. Like, not for a day. She just said, I'm getting off social media for a while. I just need to focus on what's important, blah, blah, blah. In like two hours, she was back on posting like 20 different things. What was that? That reminded me of being in middle school or high school, actually. And people would post on their Snapchat story, just like a black screen. And it would have some text that just says, no one texts me right now. Uh, no one texts me right now. I'm done for the night. And it's like, obviously, someone posted that to get people to message them and be like, oh my gosh, girl, are you okay? Is everything okay? What's going on? Hey, talk to me. Is everything okay? We're here for you. I love you. People that post that stuff, there's something in their brain. There is something in their brain that just needs constant drama. They need to be the victim 24-7 kind of get that vibe from selena gomez kind of kind of who knows and guess what who cares it's good the world is gonna keep on turning let me tell you 
it's going to keep on turning. So everything's going to be okay. But yeah, that's everything I wanted to talk about today. And guess what? Now that I'm focusing on my work-life balance, maybe I'll have more free time and I'll actually... Because here's the thing. Of course, I feel like everyone always has some amount of free time. It just depends on how you spend that free time, right? But last year and towards the end of last year, when my work-life balance was just six feet under, okay... Even if I had free time, and when I did have that free time, I was not happy. I didn't want to do anything. Like, I like I didn't want to record a podcast. I didn't want to go work out. I didn't want to hang out with friends and go out to dinner. Like, I just was not happy. So now that I'm working on that, and now that I'm already getting better at it, maybe when I still have my free time, maybe I'll actually be happy And want to record just like I am today. Because today has been a good day. Even though yesterday was not great. Today was still a great day. And I'm excited for tomorrow. And I'm excited for the next day. So I hope you are too. I hope you're having an amazing day. An amazing week. And I will see you for the next episode of Pure Nonsense. Bye.